Hello and welcome to Running in Virginia's podcast. I'm Carol. I'm Joshua. And I'm Charlotte. And we're here to talk about all things running in Virginia. On this 11th episode, Charlotte is back. Yay! Yay. Josh has some exciting poll data to share. And Mm -hmm. we'll also talk about our upcoming race plans and and our training. Mm -hmm. We've all started training with fitness coaches. I know. I'm very excited. Yeah. I love it. So we've got a lot to talk about on this episode. I'm I so know. excited. This is this is this will be a fun episode. Also, I feel like the family's back. We've been on the road, we've we been have. on vacation. We've been all over the place. We've had a lot of guests on mm-hmm. the podcast and now we're back to sort of normal for sort, a, a sort week of or so normal. and yeah. we got more guests lined up. I'm trying to line up somebody for next week. So oh, fingers yeah. crossed that yeah. that's going to happen. It so will, it I will happen. Someone in the Roanoke community <laughs> who's doing some epic stuff and I'm hoping they've got some time to talk to us next oh yeah week, so yeah absolutely yeah i'm right here oh yeah you oh. are oh hi <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's like schedule whatever That's here bad. i am guys sorry i you know my agent Oh, your agent. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think that's the that's the piece I've been missing. I need to get um the direct number to your agent. Is it Brooks? So that we can just schedule directly with them. Is Brooks your agent, your dog? Your he perhaps maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And he books based on food. Oh, based on oh. food. That's good to know. I'll write that down. Mm-hmm. I mm. can bring all the popcorn and mm-hmm. all of the yogurt. Mm-hmm. And all with, the, with granola. All of the carrot with the hummus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he also likes avocado now, doesn't he? He likes avocado. He ate a peach the other day. Ooh. That he, and he enjoyed oh, that. I mean, not are delicious. Peach, but yeah. um, he likes the, um, there's everything bagel season cashews that you can get at Sam's Club. Mm. Oh, that would that He really would kill, enjoys those. That would kill Josh. It would. That it, sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm allergic to tree nuts. I can not have tree nuts now. I used to be able to to have them. I used to love almond mm-hmm. milk and I love pistachios. And then I I had it one evening and I broke out. I wound up in the ER. And, and that was my oh. fault. He and had those snacks at my house. Was, this was before we yes. were married. We we were on a date. Actually, it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. And it was not funny. Well, it was funny not from funny. the sense <laughs> that I wound up in the hospital. I mean, not that that's a fun thing to do, it's, but it was yeah. not. It was not funny, and it was not a fun experience. <laughs> when Carol and I worked together, though, if you were being stupid, I would be like, "Do you want me to slip him some nuts?" Yeah, sure. That'll <laughs> so, make me feel better. Yeah, yeah. And I and I went out and I had. I wasn't going to give you a lot. <laughs> like, just enough. To... I didn't. Yeah. Just, just right. Fish. Right. That's funny. I had a and I had a networking lunch um, last week, and you know, and I didn't even think to read over the the menu. I just kind of ordered like a salad, and I didn't mm. even think about it. But it came with roasted almonds, and I was like, "Oh yes, mm. I can I can have this. This is delicious." And then I get home, and Josh is trying to kiss me hello, and I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do that." You cannot, you Can't cannot kiss me. Also, I don't like nuts and salad. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was great. just, it was added protein um, because there wasn't, I mean, other than the greens and the tomatoes, there wasn't much else going on in that salad, to be honest. Yeah. A cup of strawberries has more vitamin C than an orange. Oh, I did not know that. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. And strawberries are yummier. Yeah. 
So what is going on in your world, Charlotte? What kind of new things do you have on your plate for? Yeah, because it's been it's oh, been at least you know, a month since I... you've been you've been on the podcast. Yeah. So it so has been, yes. Catch us uh, up. What's been going on? Thing. I have not done anything new. Mm. Um, right. Brooks may be getting a brother. Mm. So that is exciting. We did a meet and greet, and they got along. So we're just Ooh. waiting for some, some other things, and then we shall see. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, he really just ignored him. Um <laughs> Uh, Brooks, Brooks ignored the the dog you may adopt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so for the listeners, what kind of dog is Brooks, and what kind of other dog is this other dog? So Brooks is a, he's a rescue. He's a Chihuahua Skipper team mix. Mm-hmm. Um, he's and I amazing, got him and that's from... all the listeners need to know. <laughs> yes, he is. He's um he's quite a little little ham. Mm-hmm. I got him from Lost Fantasy Rescue. Mm. Way down um, in Southern Virginia. <laughs> Woofle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they posted that they had this little black chihuahua terrier mix. Um, and he's four months old and he's 10 ish pounds. Mm. He's right, he's almost the same, like as tall as Brooke, but mm-hmm. he's obviously not um, as chunky because he hasn't gotten. Well, and he's um, not a, a chipper key or a shipper key, which tends correct. to be a little so more stout. Really, his brother is seven pounds, mm-hmm. um, and so they don't really think that he's going to get like a lot bigger. Yeah, um, mm. I'm kind of hoping if Brooks has a friend that even if like they don't really interact a whole lot, that at least like it can kind of help calm his anxiety mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, especially when he's he's left alone. Or yeah, or I leave. Or so. Yeah, well it's, so. it's a separation anxiety. Yes. So that has been happening. I've been running, I've been working out pretty hard. Um I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, Are you I'm back in love with running again? <sighs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I I hurt. I, I it's it's a work in progress. I hurt mm-hmm. my hip. Um. Uh. I it, I pulled something in it, and so it's been giving me a fit. So like I went to this massage therapist, chiropractor, and they got me all um back in alignment because I have hypermobile joints. Mm-hmm. So um, but then I was on a really strong antibiotic and prednisone because mm. we're trying to figure out my chronic sinusitis so then I couldn't work out slash run very well. Um, not that I run very well anyway. But, um, so, yeah. So, last week was kind of slow getting back into it. Biking and strength. Still going hard at DECA. Um, so, yeah. I ran two deca yesterday. Nice. And then um, did the walk this morning. So yeah. Tomorrow will probably be my off day, and then we're getting there. Yeah. Well, as... I think I need to run by myself. Is what I I have like kind of figured out with my anxiety. So. 
Okay. I get anxious if I think other people are waiting on me or that I'm slowing them down. Yeah. And then I cry. And then you cry. And then I can't run because I can't breathe because I'm crying. Now I'm waterboarding myself. And then that's the end of the whole thing. I can I can under I can understand that. But for me And then I throw up. <laughs> and I have to call Carol and be like, Hey, can you bring me some mints? And I'm always there with the mints because I have them in all of the vehicles. All the snacks. <laughs> Along with the snacks and the water. What do you need? I'm I'm there, I, with the exception of a change of clothes, probably. But I can at least get you the socks. <laughs> Always keep yeah. socks in the truck. I don't know why. But I like. I it. do. <laughs> um. So how 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 is running for you? Um. So I'm gonna be completely truthful with you. So it has been a month now since I've started with a fitness coach, and this last month has been so hard. Well, for me, it's just, it's just the, it's the pressure that I have to run. So we're, I'm not doing like, you've got to run the distance. You have to run for time. Mm -hmm. And so the pressure is off for, um, the distance, right? So I know that like in 35 minutes, I'm not expected to cover three miles, which I couldn't, I couldn't do without much pain. Um, so because right now my pace is at like a 14, 15 minute mile. So for me, it's just, it's about time on the feet and just being consistent. But yesterday was the, I ran for 40 minutes and I did not need to do walking intervals. That's awesome. So, but it was painful getting there. <laughs> like it was so hard, but, and I've, and I've been trying to give myself a lot of grace because I mean, I had, I had COVID and then I was trying to get back into it. And then I had Lyme disease symptoms and which totally wiped my energies and my nutrition has just been awful. And so this last month, I mean, I've really had to dial in nutrition. I've, I've had to make myself go to bed at 9 PM and be, cause I gotta get up early to run. <laughs> So, so right, <laughs> exactly. And, um, because I've been trying to get out of the habit of the convenience, my treadmill is right downstairs. I, and I have three fans and I can train them on me. Three. I can be as cool as I need to be. <laughs> yeah. She, so we have a ceiling fan above the the treadmill. We do. And there's two smaller portable fans, one in the front and one mm -hmm. in the back. Yep. And it keeps her nice and nice and cool when yes. she runs. Because I'm a heavy sweater. And and I can I can take my top off and just be in my sports bra, which I can't you do can out in public out. because I'm too self conscious. So so I can be extremely cool on my treadmill. Now I cannot mimic um, you know, road or trail conditions very well. I mean, but I can do the rolling hills without the downhill, but I can at least, um, you're moving your body. I'm moving my body. You know, you're, you're, you're burning calories. And so, uh, but then here's, here's the other thing that happens to me. Um, I forget what my fitness coach tells me. And so, um, Oh, so for the listeners who might not know, I, I have a target goal of running a 50K 
ultra trail marathon in the spring. I, I'm still locking in the target race for this goal. Um, so my fitness coach is like, you got to get out there on the trails. And I'm like, well, it's really hot. So maybe if I can get my butt out of bed at 5am. So in the majority of the mornings that it doesn't happen, I can count on, well, it's been the one time I've been able to do it. So, um, really early in the morning. So the majority of my runs at, at right now have been on the treadmill one out of convenience and two, just because it's been so stinking hot and humid. Um, finally summer has caught up with Southwest Virginia. (laughs) So, um, and I would like to return it. I kept my receipt. Right. And so, but here's, here's the other thing. Um, with a race in early spring, I'm not going to see the temp and humidity that is currently happening. So for me, I'm just like, mm, let me mimic trail as best I can on the treadmill. And so, which my coach has said, okay, so you need to keep your incline between four to six running. And then if you need a break to walk, you bump your incline up to eight to 10. I'm just like, what? How's that been? That was miserable when I first did that last Saturday, when I did, I misread his instructions. Okay. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to run for 50 minutes on the trail. And then in the middle, I'm going to be doing these six time hill repeats and I can do this. I ran the whole thing. I, so I ran my whole 50 minutes. I did my hill repeats and then I get off the treadmill and I'm like, that was really stinking hard. And I'm cussing the coach the whole time. And then I look back at, you know, his notes and what I was really supposed to be doing. And that was not it. It was totally a walk run. Like, so I <laughs> pushed myself harder <laughs> because, because I forget. So, so the lesson I learned is I need to put, I need to put the instructions on a post-it and then put it on the treadmill or on the steering wheel of my truck. So when I show up at the trail, I'm like, or on the treadmill, I'm like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh yeah. I got, I got this. (laughs) I will take um, a screenshot of my training plan. (laughs) And then that way I can look at it on my phone. But I also will write mine down um, on an index card. Mm-hmm. Especially if I'm like, you know, this pace. And like, for some reason, the treadmill at the store, and I'm sure maybe if I mess with it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to blow up. Anyway. But um, it doesn't show you the pace that you're going. Right. And my treadmill doesn't show me that pace either. And so when I had to, mine does. I've had to, I've had to Google it a few times. So I'll send this to you. I have a whole chart that tells you like what speed on the treadmill is what pace. Okay. Well, send me the chart and I'll, and I'll post that um, for our listeners because that would be super helpful. Because I'm the same way. I can run. Like, he can tell me to run a 12-minute mile. Well, I know what that is. But, like, he can tell me, like, run 12.30 to 13. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't remember what that is on the triple. Yeah, and you're – 
So, and when you're on the treadmill. And then mid-run, I'm like, I don't remember what I was supposed to be running at. Well, and when you're also, when you're on the treadmill too, well, I've got that problem too. Like, I don't remember, was this, was this supposed to be an easy run? Like, am I supposed to be re- running like comfortable, which is essentially a fast walk? <laughs> so, yeah. or like, should I, should I like, is this like, can I just keep it flat? Like, what should I be doing um, for my comfortable run? But um, no, seriously though. Um, so my smartwatch or, you know, my a fitness watch or what, it's a Coros, um, Apex 2. Like, it's not, like, I can look at my um, indoor run data as I'm, as I'm going, and it will tell me the approximate pace, which to me feels like real, I mean, really out there in the real world would feel like a 13 minute mile. But then I calibrate it with my treadmill and my treadmill is like, and then my watch is like, oh no, that was really a 14 and a half minute mile. I was like, what? how does this happen? But my treadmill doesn't tell me that. And I'm just going by feel. And then what I have Googled is you should be speed walking at your, um, at the four speed of the treadmill, but I can jog at that pace. Well, so I, um, so if you can walk at that, then I would bump up the incline. Because that there's a, a lot of ultra running is walking. Yeah. Well, I know, and I'm and I'm and I have increased my my walk speed um, considerably since I've started. So, but anyway, yeah. So that so would I, yeah I would in, I would increase your incline doing that. But yeah, I mean you can't like like you said you can't simulate outside but and like you saying you shouldn't have to deal with these the heat and humidity but it's virginia so you know what yeah i mean i i don't know what i'll get but i can guarantee it will not be a 108 degree heat index Mm. Mm -hmm. can you just make a little marker on that mr juice so that we can frame a reference yeah i will (laughs) (laughs) so so switching gears a little bit do you have a furry friend of the week i do they're not furry though oh Oh, they're not oh well i mean uh well okay so um actually the gentleman that has been putting me and carol through such misery picked our our animal of the the week. Oh, what a job. Um, that was so nice of him. He I literally screamed at him <laughs> from the lounge. Um <laughs> so the our friend this week is the platypus. Oh, how sweet. Ooh. Yes. Um before we start with some facts, there is a platypus um jar scraper on Amazon. It's $10. I really think that I need it. I don't even scrape jars, but like it's the one hmm. of those really long so you can get all the peanut butter and stuff. Yes, Ooh. I was going to say peanut butter. Yes. Yeah. That, that's like the only thing that I like get that serious about. Yeah. You need that last peanut butter. So if you're wondering, they're also that toucan pitcher. It's by the same people. <laughs> oh, then I definitely have to look it up, especially if the description on the photos is we, anything like what's on the toucan. We need it for yeah, our kitchen. It's fantastic. There's a whole line of kitchen utensils. It's the same place where you got the wine opener. 
It's oh. all animal stuff. <laughs> um, but but also some whimsy. Like there's like a like a Dracula garlic crusher or something. I don't know. I was like, I don't even need any of this, but like I want it. That sounds awesome. Being an adult is stupid. I yeah. to pay my bills instead of get my platypus yard paper. <laughs> So, so here we are. So here we so, are. So platypuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it platypuses? Or is it platypus? No. I don't think that's right. I think it's platypuses. Um, so they, um, they're, they're actually really neat, and I learned a lot. So apparently they used to be very big. So just like penguins and really any animal, like back in prehistoric, all those shenanigans, they were much bigger. Hmm. And they have gotten smaller over millions of years. Mm-hmm. So they used to be um, over three feet long. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is interesting. So, huh. But now that they're like a foot and a half-ish. Hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, they are nocturnal, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can sense electric fields with their bills. Ooh, that's interesting. So it's like mm-hmm. a sixth sense that they have. Hmm. Um, they are one of the, the few mammals that lays eggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they produce venom. Oh, do they Oh, I really? didn't know about the venom. I knew that they had mammary glands. So, yes. Yeah, so they, because they don't have stomachs or nipples. Hmm. Um, but, yes, the mammary, so they... They feed their babies through mammary gland ducts on their abdomen. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And it's like and they just the come up babies. and just, they just like, they, the babies like boop the mom and get their little bit of milk. Hmm. Yep. Wow. There's like, that's like a, pretty um, But the males mm-hmm. have the venom. So they have like little mm-hmm. venom spurs on their paws or their web, whatever it is, um, that they can use if they are threatened. Hmm. What do um, they eat? And, um, so they so they don't have um teeth in their bill. Mm-hmm. So but when they go to eat they're they're bottom feeders, so they eat like, you know, insects and larvae and all that stuff. But when they they get that, they also get some river gravel or whatever the water gravel that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um and they kind of like put it in their little like little chipmunk pouch thing, mm-hmm. and then they use some of the gravel as teeth to grind up the tougher food. Ooh, oh, that's, that's interesting. interesting! Wow. Yeah. And when they first found them, scientists thought that they were a joke, <laughs> like that they were yeah. practical jokes. I, I would imagine so because they're kind of they're kind <laughs> of strange looking. The one that was like, well, sure. Oh. I mean, but God is an interesting architect that way. Though, to create creatures like this. I have have the cool, I have the hat that says God is a designer. Yeah. Because he is, you know. He is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He is. A very good one. So, but, and I did find um, them, the, so the the platypuses, platypi, I like platypi better. Um, They, and four species of Ichidna. I don't think I'm saying that right. I didn't have time to see if um, how to say that. Which a kid. I looked them up. A kidna. Thank, so the ch is a go. is a k sound. Yeah. Ch- oh, I was close. Um, so 
they are monotremes, which means single hole in Greek. Um, and so they have they have only have one hole as their their anus and their vagina. So don't but don't birds have uh, female birds have the same kind of anatomy going on, where it all just kind of comes out comes out the same shoot. I think these are the only mammals. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That have it. Gotcha. But can you say the word again? The, the... Oh, echidna. Echidna. So mm-hmm. they are very cute. They are. Um, they have this cute little long nose. And I know. So and they're like little. Yeah, I love them. So <sighs> that's. I was like, we're we need one of those for the store too. <laughs> he's, he's as confused as I am. So yeah, so Josh, I thought I knew her. <laughs> Josh and I were planning out our um, family adventures for 2024, and one of the ideas that we're kicking around is going to West Virginia to do the New River Golly. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at different outfitters, and so there was one in particular who was like, "Oh yeah, you don't need to swim." We, we put you in these Coast Guard-approved life preservers where if you get ousted from the from the raft, yeah. you float face up. And I'm like, perfect. Then I'm fine. Like, we'll go and we'll do this. I don't trust that. I also just picture you just floating down the river. That's fine. And I'm picturing, like, one of those holes, like, they put around babies or necks. Where they can yeah, stay up. That's one of the yes. Yes. Yeah. It w- but with a helmet because I don't want my head hitting rocks. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got to have a helmet. I got to protect you, that melon. Yeah, when you're at the New River Gorge, you have to have that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would make a great Christmas card. <laughs> Wouldn't it though? <laughs> there, there, there's me. I'm waving, going downstream, and, and Josh and Camille are are still in the boat. <laughs> just like Camille has the serial killer look on her face. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, where she's doing that, she's doing that parade wave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oh, we, we, we digress again. Let, that, let's that was digress. Okay. So Josh, um, he has been super awesome about um, creating community on our Facebook group page mm-hmm. for Running in Virginia. And so in the last couple of weeks, he's posted some really good polls. I have. And yeah. so um, so he has got some preliminary data from those polls that he wants to share. I have. So b- before I do that, though, I'm going to I'm going to give a couple of shout outs here. Oh, so because we have some top RIV contributors on our Facebook group who are super awesome. They're always oh, active. I think one of them is Carol Gabrielson. She's been doing one, a great job. One of them is Carol Gabrielson. Oh, okay. But that that's not who I was going to mention today. Familiar. Yeah. Okay. So I so so the, maybe the, it's not all about. So me. the two that are really standing out in the last couple of weeks are Adam Shorter, who's a runner. Oh yeah. And he's a local runner. Right. He and, sure is. And he's he's out there like all the time. He's he does a really good job with interacting yep. with the group. Not only that, but he's um. You don't do much with Instagram, which no. I, I handle the Instagram piece of it. Mm-hmm. So he's also super um, active for running in Virginia on Instagram as well. Yeah. And so, um, so listeners, if you have not um, visited our Facebook group page um, for running in Virginia, Adam actually recently posted um, his ambassador code 
for a Salem half marathon race. Mm-hmm. And so you can run this virtually or in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so check out the page. He's got discount code up there. Um, it's a great local race. Some gentle rolling hills <laughs> yes in salem yes so <laughs> don't lie there is not a flat spot on that course there uh main street is it's kind of flat on main street kind of flat That's like a ten- <laughs> <laughs> so i so i wanted to mention adam and then and then chad parker who is uh he was one of the winning recipients from a um uh, a giveaway last mm-hmm. week, and we sent him one of the Riv T-shirts, and he wore that shirt. I think he posted it today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. He wore that on his run this morning. Way yeah, to go, Chad. Yeah. I was like, dude, that is so awesome. So yeah. you know, th- those two guys. And then the other two that I've got to give mad props to is Sheriff uh, Sheets Flint, who we had on the podcast a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago with Miracles Hope. You know, she's been real active on the podcast uh, Facebook uh, group. And then her her brother Joseph has also been really active, and he he's now become a runner. He's actually a coworker of mine over at uh, Member One, okay. so I work with him. So those are the four like really top contributors this week, and so those are the people I'm giving shout outs to and, and kudos to for this week. So. Yeah, thank you all for your support. Just you know participating in our giveaways and um, posting awesome content in our group to help support others and. Um, and, and just also encouraging your, your friends to, to join the fun mm-hmm. that's happening over on that page. Absolutely. So, but you're right. I did, I did several, po- uh, polls mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. And, and there's one that I'm really excited about that I hope you're going to talk about. Hopefully. So, so yeah. I, I've got four or five polls here that we're going to mm-hmm. go over, uh, briefly and kind of dive into. So the first one I have, uh, I asked in general, how many pairs of shoes do you own? Mm. And 51% said they own between four pairs and nine pairs of running shoes, Mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. Um, Followed by one to three. That was, Mm. that came in second. That was 33%. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I participated in that poll because I felt like I was being called out there. You, you might not have been, so I don't know. Um, (laughs) Followed by 11%, which was 10 to 20 pairs. Oh, uh, that, that would have been me. That that would have been you. Yeah, with, no. and you too, Charlotte. Yeah, well, that would have been me. Uh, and then at s- least, at least, and then somebody, somebody in a joking manner posted, "What's a running shoe?" <laughs> 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 which I thought was, which I thought was pretty funny. So you know, but but what was interesting to me is I I, I thought people have mo- I thought more people would have ten to twenty pairs of shoes than they did four to nine pairs of, of running shoes. But that's mm-hmm. that in our in our group that's is sort of the norm, you know, four to nine pairs. Right. Well and that's also interesting because um before I, I was a real shoe collector. Mm-hmm. Um it, I would have been in that four to nine fifty category 50% yeah. majority yeah. group. Um but only because I would buy a pair of shoes in the spring and a pair of shoes in the fall. And -hmm. and those would last me through my training season. Mm -hmm. And I might buy another pair just to, it just depends on the distance I was training for. Mm -hmm. I might buy another pair as the first pair started to wear out. Right. So then I can rotate. So I would wear the older pair for my shorter runs and the newer pair for my longer runs. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, so the four to nine would have been 
Yeah. Pr- pretty right on. Yeah. And that, that was, you know, 51%. So more than right. half of our listeners are, mm. are in that range. So yeah, but I cool. might have a slight glycerin problem. You might have a slight glycerin. How many pairs of Brooks glycerin do you have now? Um, just, just ballpark, <laughs> like six or eight pairs or something. I'm going to, I'm going to have to say five to five or six. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. I have five or six. They need to, they need to come out. Um, they need to stop coming out with these really cute. Colors. They do. <laughs> they, they just. I think I have six. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I have zero. I don't have any Brooks glycerin. We so, really like our glycerin. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Absolutely. Um, I love them for long distance, um, or even just for the for the short distance. Yeah. So my next question that I asked people um, was, what what is sort of a reasonable price that they're willing to pay for? A running shoe, whether it's a trainer or an actual, you know, race, and seventy six percent said between a hundred and one and a hundred and fifty dollars okay. for a pair of so shoes. A, pair, so, a, which a is ghost, about, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty reasonable. That's about that's about average. Yeah. Uh, followed by twenty three percent that said a hundred and fifty one to two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, because so, my that, my glycerins are one sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. your range there, yeah. and and then one percent said under a hundred dollars. Okay. So yeah, but you can well, still have get... fun with your shin splint. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you can still get good shoes yeah. under a hundred bucks. And there was yeah. even somebody I think who had commented on that poll that they buy the previous models. Mm-hmm. And so, but my question to them is, do you have a really small or really large foot? Because if you have an average foot, it's really hard to find those previous models mm-hmm. in your size yeah. if you if you have an average size foot absolutely yeah so, so but i thought that was interesting but yeah you know um so the next the next question in the poll that i asked i said uh what is the furthest that they've ever ran before you know oh. and i thought that was an interesting question and so um roughly 50 percent said 21 to 30 miles so sort of got a long, a lot of long distance runners in our group. So, yeah. So you're in that marathon range, mm-hmm. you know, the 26.2. Mm-hmm. So you're sort of in that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was 50% followed by uh, 28% that said 11 to 20 miles. So a little bit shorter distance, but okay, that's so still half marathon distance. Yeah. 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 The, the, uh, in third was four to 10 miles. So mm-hmm. the 14% of our listeners said that they, they've gone four to 10 miles in one stretch, yeah. you know, um, followed by 7%, which I thought was interesting, 31 to 40 miles. It's 7% of our listeners. And then in the last category, one to three, that was just 1% of our, our, of our listeners. So I, I, so what I'm hearing is a lot of our runners are experienced runners and they're going for the longer distances. They are. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So I, I have two more polls that I... I've, I know I do a lot of polls, but I'm, I'm trying to be more interactive on, on the Facebook group. And you're, so. you're doing, you're doing great. <clears throat> I'm um, trying. Ooh, I'm, I'm he's sorry. Trying. I'm sorry. If my <laughs> eyes almost glazed over right there. Are these, are these really interesting ones? Like, and how did I miss these? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So or did I participate and then just forgot? I don't, I don't know. know. You might've forgot. Probably. Cause you're busy. You're I doing never saw st- them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the next question I asked, uh, about a week later, I said, what are the best kind of socks for running? Oh yeah. I remember this one. Yeah. And so by far 51% said features. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, fo- followed by Belego, which was 33 Belego's also good. Belego's a good sock, and I have yep. a couple pairs of those in my, my drawer. But I, I love my features. Features mm-hmm. are by far my best. Um, followed uh, number three, 5%, and it's a company I've never heard of. It's called Thorlo. So uh, I did look them up online. They're an interesting little sock company. They're not as big as some of the others, but the, sure. you know, the compression kind of socks and, and that what sort of What was it called? It's Thorlo? Called Thorlo. T-H-O-R-L-O. Hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah. And, and coming in at number four was Nike socks at 1%. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I'm interested in the Thorlo socks, though. Yeah. It, it's a brand that I've. Never heard of them before. Yeah, I've never heard of them either. Yeah. I'm going to have to check them out. Yeah. Uh, I thought people about. would have said in Gingies, too. A lot of I, people like those. Yeah. So I, I that, those were actually uh, one of the uh, one of the poll uh, answers that I had on there, but nobody chose them. Nobody those. chose them. Yeah, hmm. which I thought was interesting. Also, Solomon. I had Solomon on there because Solomon makes socks. I and, didn't know and that. And nobody, nobody chose that either. So... Hmm. Um, and then finally, I asked, what is the best type of watch for tracking the runs or walks that you do? Because mm-hmm. I was interested to know, well, what kind of, what kind of watches are people buying and, and getting out there? And number one, at 53% was Garmin. Mm-hmm. People love those Garmin watches. They're nice watches. They are. Um, number two, at 21% was the Coros watch mm-hmm. company, which is what you and I have, you know. Yeah, we, well, and I, and I have lately switched from Garmin to Coros. You did, you mm-hmm. know, um, which was interesting because number three was only 1% different. It's 20% was the Apple watch. Hmm. And I thought, oh, okay, that, that's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And then number four at 6% was Fitbit. So Fitbit was all the way down at the bottom of the pole, and I really mm-hmm. thought Fitbit would be more a little higher, a little higher in our in our, in our in our yeah. But they were they were dead last mm-hmm. at six percent. So um, I think their their like their uh, isn't good for running. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what I was trying to say. They're they're like platform. And yeah, because I I've had a Fitbit before, and I used it for walking when I would walk the track over at Roanoke College. Well, and I know. remember too, like um, we have we have a patio that has some um, some rockers. Oh yes, and um, Josh would be rocking, <laughs> and his <laughs> Fitbit would be like, "Oh, I you're see walking. you're on elliptical. Would you like for me to start tracking this activity?" Yeah, <laughs> it, it was confused. And it was it was not the best of watches, I will tell you that. So, and I had, before I had a Garmin, I did have a Fitbit. And it was mostly to track just activity and movement through the day. Mm-hmm. Just to make me more aware so that I would, I would do more, th- I would move more throughout the day. Oh, sure. Um, it, it's a great everyday walking mm-hmm. watch or just, Hey, you need to move your body kind of watch, but it doesn't capture the data like Garmin or Coros or some of these. Right. Others. Absolutely. And they do. Um, I think <clears throat> Fitbit does have a GPS watch now probably so that you can at least get some pace and mileage out of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but that in your steps and that would be about all you could probably get out probably. of it. Probably. So, but anyway, I had like the original Fitbit that only, it was just like the band. Mm-hmm. Oh and then, yeah, like, the five dots with 
like light up when you hit your like that <laughs> yes. goal. You hit your goal. Yeah. Yes, yep. that's yeah. what I had exactly, exactly. And then I had the Garmin, and I would wear the Fitbit on one wrist, and then the Garmin on the other, so I could still track my steps. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I remember when they first came out, like everybody was like swinging their arm and pushing stuff mm-hmm. with like one hand because yes. you're like, gotta get. My- Gotta get those numbers yeah. in, yeah, right, uh-huh. right. I remember putting my Fitbit on my shoe on the treadmill. Oh wow! Okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. <laughs> those were days, and you know, and I did try the Apple Watch for a while, um, but I got really frustrated because you couldn't do intervals with it, mm-hmm. um, without having another app running, which then would just drain, drain the, battery. the battery yeah yeah and i couldn't go for more than 45 minutes yeah yeah so um, it was it was so weird right. um so i did try i did try the apple watch for a while yeah and then you switched to the garmin which well which and then i switched back to the garmin right right yeah yeah, yeah. so which i did for several a years long time yeah, at least a couple of years yeah, and you know? then I got introduced to the Koros, and it's just it's just prettier the way they it lay is. out their data. And it's easier, too, I think, you know? Um, the Garmin was pretty easy. The, you, you didn't have the Garmin experience. The Garmin was pretty easy. Right. But the way the Koros lays out the data, it's just, it's a lot better. And I've found, too, that their, um, their system... It doesn't take as long to upload and download the data and also Mm -hmm. to connect to the satellite. Yes. Now, mind you, I haven't really been in any super remote areas. Um, So, and I still have a few, um, a few features that I want to test out, but I, I'm going to be writing um, an initial review of the apex too. Mm. Um, which for, which is Rev, which but. is interesting because I I used my watch today mm-hmm. um, on the bike because I'm on a training plan and yes, that's you are and that's what we're we're going to talk about now is training plan. <laughs> Look at that segue. Yeah, yeah. Look so at you. So, so I have so I have the Coros Pace so Two. Smart. Uh, so I have the Coros Pace Two, and I I used it on the bike, and it was really neat because it tracked you know your GPS, it mapped it out, it did my mm. pace, it did my heart rate, it did everything, just like it would if you walked, you know. Mm. And um, so recently, I I've connected with Noel Priest, who we had on the podcast uh, last month, a month ago, mm-hmm. month and a half ago or so, yeah. and so um, he is um, working on developing a training plan for me. So it's going to be a three day, two day plan. So. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll be walking, and Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll be on a bike, you know, uh, on, on my truck bike, and the goal right now is just to be active, so it's not, it's you know, just getting, it's just getting out there, consistency, the habit. right, so it's not like, oh, I have to walk five miles, or mm-hmm. ride my bike for 10 miles, or just whatever, it's just the, the, the habit of getting out there every day for an hour to an hour and a half, and doing the exercise. Did you tell him, did you happen to tell him about the time that I almost um, broke you? Um, on, the, on the hike? Not really. No, Let's not really. Up. So, okay. so I do. So what was interesting is we, we took our vacation a couple of weeks ago. We went down to, uh, or we went up to Shenandoah state park. 
It was the Shenandoah River State Park. River State mm-hmm. Park. Beautiful park. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really near the Shenandoah National Park, so it's it's kind of confusing. Yeah, it, but this is the uh, – it's a Virginia State Park. It's on the Shenandoah River. Yes. And it, yes. it's gorgeous. And so we mm-hmm. camped there. We took we took our, our, our A-liner, our A-frame camper, mm-hmm. and <clears> – <throat> Uh, we we did a really long hike in the in the trails. It was like what six miles, seven we, miles. We ended up doing six miles. And so one of the last stints was this little trail. And you said it was like oh, it's only like two tenths of a mile. I, I was like, something. it's only a quarter mile. Right. And we're gonna go up to this nice little overlook, and we'll be able to see like more of the Shenandoah River. Yes. Going through the mountain. And it was straight up this little mountain. I mean, it was. It, I and felt it was, like it was, it was a. It was mountain. it was like a rocky. Ledge. It was a rocky ledge. It's very rocky and straight up. I, mm-hmm. I I went. I made it. I, I did huff and puff because I'm out of shape, but I I did it. But I was huffing and puffing too. But you were ahead of me. But anyway, getting down the hill, I started having knee problems, and my my right knee almost gave out. Like it just hurt so bad walking with my with my my ankles, my my foot tilted down as I'm going down this, this mountainside and oh man, I just, I cried. It hurt so bad. I mean, it just killed me. He wasn't crying, but he was cussing me under his breath. Basically. Yes. So, (laughs) but when we got down to the bottom of, of this little extension and it was relatively flat, it was okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any more problems. Mm -hmm. So, and that's one of the things that Noel is, is going to help me address uh, with doing some exercises a couple times a week. Help strengthen that help knee. strengthen that knee to mm-hmm. see if I can get that in a little bit better shape. So I don't break him again. Again. Yes. Height. Yes. Did you keep your receipt, though? I did, actually. And I also, <laughs> okay. kept, I also kept the receipt for Carol's watch. So. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a threat. Because that, that was her anniversary gift last week. And, and so... Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, and I got to see you guys. I know that was fun. It was it was cool to go into the shop. So yeah. But anyway, so that that's where I'm at with my training strategy, and this just started yesterday. So right. so he's like, so I'm this like is brand all new. This is it. all brand new, and he's so excited. I am. So make sure you get you stay hydrated. Oh yes, yes, hydrate, yes absolutely. Hydrate, don't dihydrate. Yes, yes. yes. Um, yeah. So he took he took water on his bike today i did yes and then he took (laughs) so he took the dog for a walk in the middle of the day yesterday Mm -hmm. to the to the park just down the road from where we live and and he was like hey so i'm gonna take your truck so that um i can take the dog and i was like okay that's great um and i said but don't break my dog here's the water for her (laughs) Yes, and, so, and I did. Forget I, you. I sort of for, for, forget my truck. <laughs> and get the surgery, but here's some water for Greta. Right, that's pretty much how it went down. Yes, that is pretty much how it went down. So, yeah. So, um, dog and husband came back, and they were they were just fine. Yes, um, we were we were good. The dog was a little hot, but I. So he cut the walk short. I did. Yeah. Because she was she, I could tell she was done. So mm-hmm. I came back and I dropped her off, and then I went around the neighborhood here. He did. I went another mile. And I was and like, I said, "Hey, okay. here's your bottle of water," and he was like, "Oh, thanks for thinking of me." Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> but anyway, I'm very excited about my training plan, and I'm I'm planning to get with Noel every week, uh, you know, on my, my schedule and talk with him and t- to bring back some insights about what it's like to have a running coach or, or just a fitness a, a coach, fitness just coach in general, 
because a lot of people don't know what it's like. They are, you know, just like, I've never had one. I can't mm-hmm. afford one, which actually he's pretty reasonable. I was really kind of like, oh, you're only like 75 bucks a month. That's really cheap, yeah. actually. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty reasonable. And yes. Um, so, but one of the things that, and we'll have the link to that episode um, in the in the notes and description of this podcast, but um, one of the things that he was mentioning is it's so important to be able to be able to form that relationship with your coach where you are heard yes. and that they are able to listen so that they're able to tailor just the right plan for you so that Absolutely. you are growing. Yes. Yes. Um, and he, he did a really great job yesterday of asking me a bunch of different questions about my health and what I'm gearing towards, what my ultimate goal is, you know, stuff like that. So here in a few weeks, we'll have him back on the, the podcast to kind of talk about those steps and some of the things that we've talked about and right. kind of and give me a little know, progress report. It would be nice to hear that progress report. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Well, good. Yeah. I have no doubt you're going to get the gold star. Ooh, gold star. I like gold stars. Just for you. Hooray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm super excited that you have um, joined the dark side and are now training we we're all training together as like a big happy family we are it's very exciting for me because i've never done this before so i'm you know i'm moving my body again and i'm getting off the getting off the the computer you know and and just kind of like okay it's time for my five minute break i have to go walk around the house you know he was so excited this morning when he was bringing the bike up from the basement he was like i'm gonna go on a ride i was I'm going to go ahead and, and get it hooked up to the Jeep <sighs> going at lunch. And I loved driving it down with my mm-hmm. nice Jeep and my nice bike down to the little mm-hmm. park. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I really did. I enjoyed it. I really, really did. So. <laughs> so. So that's good. And it's it's nice, too, um, from my standpoint, mainly because I've been – just doing a whole bunch of stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. It, it, I really didn't have any direction or focus. It was more like what I just felt like doing that day and knowing that I would have to keep up some sort of base mileage. And so whatever I could do to maintain that is, is what I did. Mm-hmm. So now it's nice to have someone tell me, you know, what I, what I should be doing in a way that helps me, grow yeah and i can see improvement in my fitness Mm -hmm. and also i'm working toward those goals you have that accountability factor too which i think is really nice yes you know you have somebody kind of looking over your shoulder digitally going hey you know Mm -hmm. did you did you do your your exercise this wednesday well you know yeah yeah i did (laughs) and here's how it went right you know so that for the next plan that comes out, it can be more tailored to, you know, how things are going. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. What's working and what's not working. Exactly. In areas where I need to improve. Mm-hmm. And what what I was most tickled with is, you know, I had mentioned, you know, last year at this time I was really struggling with my frozen shoulder or almost frozen shoulder. And so I have been babying that for the longest time. And so my upper body strength has really waned. And so um, that's one thing my coach is having me do is a lot of 
push-ups and military presses and, mm-hmm. you know, front shoulder raises to help build back, you know, that shoulder and upper body strength. Absolutely. That you yeah. need because that's also part of your, your running mm-hmm. motion and helping to propel you forward yeah. um, is swinging those arms. Yeah. Move, moving those muscles. I love it. Have you guys figured out on the course how you can – Send your entire activity to your coach. Yes, I, I have because yes. uh, one of the neat things about, that good. Noel has is he has like an online app, mm-hmm. and I was able to sync this app to the Coros app, and so when I do exercise, it just sends it right up to the cloud, and it magically gets into his little inbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. yeah, I thought that was amazing. It, it technology has really changed so much in the last five years. It's just it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. You know, it really is, especially since we came from those like Fitbits, like mm-hmm. Charlotte was saying earlier. Oh, it has five dots, and it's just like wow. Now you get just oh, I'm, on my, of data. I'm on my third dot. I got to keep going. It yes, like those other two by the end of the day. You know, and, and like this, and that was like eight years ago. Like it's not like that was like <laughs> years ago. Yes, yeah. It seems like it was just such Flintstone technology. <laughs> but back then, it was like, ooh, this is this is really cool. I like this. You know, so like and it vibrates and it tells me when it's done. Right. I've done all my stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I hear oh, I hear yeah. that I hear that we have a Patreon contest. Oh, we do. Yes. We do. So um so we we started um a Patreon for the podcast, mm-hmm. um, which we're super excited about. So you can subscribe on Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, there, there are different tiers with different perks for, for each tier. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought it would be a lot of fun, especially since um, the three of us are now um, training with some coaches. And we have, you know, some definite goals in mind. So after a hard workout or a long run... We want to hear from our listeners what is their favorite um, or, you know, just their recovery routine that they are consistently doing that works for them. So mm-hmm. I'm always looking for something new. So and obviously what works for someone um, else would be different from what works for me. But like if they have a favorite recipe for mm-hmm. Um, something that they like to eat after a really hard workout. Right. And, you know, it'd be awesome to share that, right? Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, or a favorite drink or just, or whatever, or they have favorite series of stretches that they do, like whatever their routine is. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear about it. Yeah. And absolutely. so, um, so Josh has been super phenomenal about growing our community on Facebook through, through the running in Virginia group. Um, but also we need to start building this Patreon community. We do. Um, for the Patreon contest to be entered to win, all you have to do is subscribe on patreon.com running in Virginia and join the conversation about your favorite hard workout, long run recovery routine. And so, and then we're going to randomly choose a winner to receive a running in Virginia gift bag of assorted mm. goodies. Mm-hmm. So there are different subscription tiers available in our, our Patreon. Um, but no matter what your level, all who participate in this conversation will be entered to win. Um, so, and I say that because, um, 
you know, there's, you know, the, the bronze, silver and gold, uh, tiers for subscribing Mm -hmm. and the silver and gold tiers, you're automatically entered to win a monthly giveaway. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but if you subscribe at the bronze tier, the $2 a month, you participate in this conversation and you're still eligible, uh, to win Mm-hmm. Give away. Hey, that's pretty so sweet. That's an important distinction. Yeah, there. absolutely. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so we're gonna have a conversation there on Patreon about you know your favorite um, recovery routine, and then um, what do you want to say in a in a week? Yeah, a week from today. So today is August first. Yeah. So, so August seventh. August seventh. Yes. Um, we'll we'll choose a winner. Um, so I'll start that conversation. Um you know, very soon. Um, so we'll, we'll actually, even though today is the first, we're probably not going to have this published and ready to go out to the public before tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? August 2nd. Yeah. August 2nd. Yeah. So let's make it August 9th. Okay. Um, August 9th, we'll have the drawing. Yeah, that sounds great. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So then I will start that conversation in, in Patreon tomorrow and it'll be set and ready to go. Perfect. Yep. I, I love having giveaways. I love I, I love giving out merch. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. It so is fun. yeah, so this gift bag of assorted goodies, we've got we've got a, a bunch of different stuff laying around that yeah. we want to give away. Yes, we do. Absolutely. So, I mean you can seriously rake in the swag here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So um so but, and you're probably going to cut this out too, because you flubbed. So what, um, it's important for the, the, the Patreon subscriptions mm-hmm. and the, the monies, the donations this, and yeah. the donate right. well, but the monies don't, the monies generated from the Patreon subscriptions are going, um, to our 501c3. Right. Exactly. So um, so that we're able to make an impact for youth runner athletes in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yes, so exactly. we're working with middle and high school coaches to identify needs for, you know, good running trainers and spikes for their team to help reduce or eliminate barriers for students who may not be able to afford the, the gear that they need mm-hmm. for a successful racing season. Yeah, yeah. So, but we also really enjoy supporting um, those local charity races, um, and I say local as in 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 Virginia, mm-hmm. um, like Miracles Hope Five K, um, where your donations help us to make an additional impact in those communities um, through those races. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and it it makes a big impact on those smaller charity races mm-hmm. too. You know, and and in and in small incorporations like like Rocky Mount. Right. So where it's you know, the Donna Sink Pediatric Fund. I mean, they they do so much. They do so they much. They do a lot. For Franklin County, yes. specifically families. Yes. So Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that race, you know, any of that money generated is going right back in um to yeah. that local community. Which, which I really love because it's all local. It's not like mm-hmm. it's going into a big pot and part of it's going here and part of it's going there. It, it's all, you know, it all stays right. within the community. And, and, and those races also have their value too. Um, yes. I'm not, you know, 
because I participate in those races, but it's those local 5Ks. Also, like the Runabout Honors 5K that we did in May. Yes, exactly. Um, yep. You know, where it's it's going to help, you know. Yeah, it, it's a going local. to a good cause. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and don't forget the Runabout Remembers Challenge. So if you want to get that sweet crew neck, you guys sign up for the steer climb. Ooh. Yes, that's right. And that, that steer climb is coming up on September 9th. It is. And I, uh, we're working on finalization of the crew necks, and they look sharp. Think Top Gun. Oh, does nice. it come? Does it come with goose? No, it doesn't come with shoes. You don't need another pair of shoes. <laughs> no, does it come with goose? From Top oh, goose, Gun. No. Doc, from that. Top Gun. <laughs> uh, okay, so true story. I've never seen Top Gun. Uh, what? Yeah, you'll have to watch it now. <laughs> we have to have movie night. Yes, we do. I was like, why do you want a goose to remain? <laughs> Go- I mean, geese are mean. No, it's like a movie. But a goose was um, Anthony Green's call sign in that movie. It was. Um, I can't remember the character's actual name other than goose. Goose. Everybody calls him goose, you know. <laughs> And that's it. That's all we have other than the clothes. I, that's a, unless Charlotte has anything else she would like to add. I don't. I'm good. Oh, perfect. Well, thanks for listening, and we look forward to providing you with more entertaining, informative media. Don't miss a step. Follow us on the socials at Running in Virginia and on the web at runninginva.com. Until next time, I'm Carol. I'm Joshua. And I'm Charlotte. And uh, we'll keep taking it all in stride.